Welcome to Cooking the Books, the food and hospitality podcast discussing all aspects of the industry. We interview chefs, butchers, farmers, brewers, winemakers, restaurateurs, restaurant managers, and we talk about how they got to this point through the good times and the bad. We discuss what motivates them every day and what they've got planned for the future. This is Cooking the Books. This week on Cooking the Books, we have Julie Jones, the author of the fantastic cookbook, Soulful Baker. Julie talks about how the baking was such a relief through some really difficult times, and how that led on to Instagram, which then led on to a book deal. She also talks very personally about the the difficult times she had with her mother, dealing with dementia and the grief that she had to go through. It's a fantastic story of how patience, persistence and hard work really does pay off. I hope everyone enjoys it. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by City Ladder, the charcuterie specialists specialising in terrines, pâtés and rillettes for retail and on-premise. Now, over to the show. Okay, Julie, thanks very much for doing this. Honestly, I really appreciate the time. You're welcome. Um, Can you just take two minutes and just tell us a little bit about yourself for the people that don't know who you are? Yeah. Hi, I'm uh, Julie Jones, the author of the uh, baking book, Soulful Baker. Behind the scenes, I'm uh, a wife, a mother, a a home cook. Um, I have a home restaurant. I'm also, uh, I have three children. So life, uh, life is quite hectic. How is how is the home restaurant going? Is it, is it supper club? Do you call it supper club? Yeah, right? I call it a supper club. It's it's very good. It was something I had to start through circumstance. Really, I wasn't able to go out and work uh, restaurant hours or or even work at the time because my husband was working away and I had the three kids at home, but also my mother was poorly, so she was here. So I was basically a full time full time mum and carer at the time, but got to the point where I needed to do something for me. So I started the home supper club about two and a half years ago now, and it's still going strong, so, yeah. So what do you do? What do you, use, what do, you do to promote that? I don't, I don't promote it at all. I don't advertise. It's just purely word of mouth. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's booked up until February next year. And what's that, um, monthly, fortnightly, weekly? No, I do, I do it every Friday. Every single so, Friday? Every single Friday, unless, you know, obviously the ones yeah, around Christmas or on holidays. But, yeah, so booked up and uh, the, the sooner you can get a table is the end of February at the moment. Bloody hell. That is unbelievable. That's, yeah. So what's, what, what's it now? What month are we in now? Uh, it's uh, more or less the beginning of May. May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January. <laughs> Nine months! <laughs> Yeah, that's really yeah. the most popular restaurant in the in the country. I should I think, uh, isn't it? Well, it's only I only see six six to eight people. I'll only do eight if they really want eight because it's a little bit squashed around the table. But it's six and there's no set menu. All I ask is if um, what they can't eat and what they won't eat, and then I'll devise a menu around that. Um, but yeah, fantastic. people love it. It's very relaxed and you know as well as the. The cook, I'm a, I come out and I'm a bit of a hostess as well, and so yeah, everyone feels relaxed because that it wouldn't work otherwise. It's in your home, right, Julie? It's literally in your house, yeah. in your in your dining room. Yeah, it's in my house now. That was the only reason I did that was because it, you know the kids could be in bed. Um, I didn't have to get babysitters because Jonah was away, and um, yeah. so I brought the custom to me, and it and, and it works well. 
Fantastic. And what's the furthest anyone's travelled? Um, I've had people come from Leeds. Have you? Yeah. And you're you're yeah. in Cumbria, so that's a, you know what's that? Yeah. An hour, an hour, an hour and a half, is it? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe a little bit longer, but yeah. yeah. Okay. That's yeah, nice. and, and they they loved it. They were said they would come back all the time if they if they go to those spaces. Yeah. What do they bring them on booze or and what what's yeah. the situation? Yeah, they just bring yeah, they just bring their own. It saved me getting licensed, you know, yeah, and yeah, all yeah, the sure. all the paperwork and and things that go with it. But yeah, they just bring their own wine and just nice. enjoy some nice food, nice nice and relaxed, and and it, it you know people end up trying things that they would never order normally and. I mean, I've got repeat customers, some that were, you know, the lists are really long of the can'ts and wants when they first um, used to come. And now they've just got, oh, do you know what, we'll just try. <laughs> it's not That's like fantastic. I'm going to serve them up anything really yeah, outlandish yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway. So, but it's nice to see the transition of somebody that was really quite restrictive with the tastes to to going on and being quite adventurous. So. Some of them must feel so connected like, with this journey because, you know, that's, that's only one part of what you you know what you do, isn't it? Really, mm-hmm. like the other you, the other part is you, you've got a, um, a massive social media following on Instagram. Yeah, it's and it's funny because it's all connected, really. It all um, one followed on from the other, you know. So it, which one came really first? Nice. I get a lot of support. Well, actually, the Instagram started first, but not. Yeah. It, it started off as more of a baking record. I started baking with my mum while I was looking after her. Um, oh, okay. And the, photogra- the photographs were just taken as a record, basically. And a journal, almost. Yeah, as a journal. And, and, and at first, they, they weren't um, public. They were, they were private. I didn't really understand how Instagram worked. Um, it was a friend. You know, the reason I used it was because... You know, somebody said, oh, you can make your pictures look pretty, and so that's why I was doing it. And then somebody told me about the hashtags, so I started hashtagging or baking day, baking with my mum type of thing. Um, yeah. And then I just got some, like, instant feedback and interaction, and at a time when I felt quite alone, it, it, it was it helped. It helped a lot, and that, and that kind of went on from there. As in mentally, I guess you're talking mentally. Well, just, you know, some some comfort, because I started connecting with people that were going through similar, because the hashtags I was using. um, And, you know... Because your mum, if you don't, don't, I don't know if you might, your mum's unfortunately got dementia, is that right, Julie, is it? Yes, yeah, um, completely gone, bless her. Well, when I say completely gone, there's still sparks there, but to the point where, I mean, she's in full-time care, can't walk, can't really talk. But, yeah, she's got mixed dementia, which um, made it hard to um, control. But I, mixed I, dementia. What, Sorry, I'm not being ignorant. What, what mix? What does that mean? Mixed dementia. So you can get different types of dementia. So yeah. you'll have heard of Alzheimer's. Yeah, that's, what I was um, that's exactly what I was going to say. Alzheimer's. My grandma's yeah. got Alzheimer's. Yeah, but I, and I've I heard dementia, but I, I, to be honest, I don't really know the difference between the two. Well, Alzheimer's is a form of dementia, but then you okay. can get vascular dementia as well, and you, you can get you can get a few different types. And I'm no expert on it, but what yeah, I do course. know is when when you get a mixture of the two, um, it's it's hard to control or slow down because you can slow down certain types. Uh, with or medication. by medication, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so hers was quite a, a rapid decline. But but what I found was when Mum was at her worst when she was still at home, like severely anxious, you know, looking... She was anxious. Yeah, 
really yeah. looking for constant reassurance. So we just happened to bake a cake one day, you see. Yeah. So we baked this cake, and, and the transformation in it was just unbelievable. She oh, just complete, completely relaxed. Oh. You know, now, if I'd have said to my mum at that point, go and pick up the sieve, ma'am, she wouldn't have known what the sieve was. But yet when I put the sieve in her hand, she just knew what to do with it. That's and so, we, yeah, it was just such a relief, actually, for, for both of us. Because, you know, with three kids milling around and my mum in that state, to find that couple of hours of peace and, you know, and see her relaxed was a real saviour. Yeah, um, so that so that's how the Instagram started. I started taking pictures of our days together, and then, as I say, it opened up to to people that were going through similar, and it just really helped. You know, I could start to talk to people about it because they In were going similar situations. And then and I also started opening up about how I was feeling, and and which was quite unusual for me, to be honest. But because yeah. I was writing, and yes, it was going to an audience. I guess it was because there was nobody physically there in front of me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I felt yeah, yeah. It was easier, and then I just got a lot, a lot of support, and then the Instagram just grew and, and, and grew. And now, like now, I think you're on like over seventy thousand followers now, Julie. Right? Is that right? Um, I am. Yeah, yeah. Which is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And it is. And you know, you know, you know, fine. Well, like, obviously, that's would helping you. It probably still is helping you. To be totally honest with you, Julie, isn't it really? You know, yeah. speaking to people, but also you must be doing so much for other people. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that was one of the things that made us continue after Mum went into the home. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was, I found being creative and switching off with the baking. And yeah. um, I found that very therapeutic because what happened when mum was taken away, she was sectioned in the end, bless her, um, it was a serious grief. I mean, I didn't realise it was grief at the time, but, yeah, you know, I, because my mum's physically still there, she's still alive. Um, but at the time, it was just really, really heartbreaking. And I think the solace of the kitchen and switching off, and I, I found the more I got into it, the more creative my designs were becoming. And I suppose more eye-catching so I, I, I carried on to post uh, and I was given encouragement to carry on you know so well, I guess it, it, turned, it then turned into something else I guess and it, uh, you know like they the say don't they you know pressure makes diamonds effective you know you hear that saying and I guess the same kind of thing like there's a build-up from all angles and then all of a sudden you need some sort of release, some way of getting rid of this. And, and mm. you know, you hear songwriters like, you know, I've heard Adele say she doesn't know how she's feeling until she starts writing a song, and then it just all mm. comes out. And I guess yeah. it's a similar way for you. Like you don't know what's happening, you don't know how you're feeling, and then when you start creating, it'll just yeah. all it all comes out. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, dude, definitely an artistic kind of freedom and. I think the more you just kind of let go and don't think about it too much, it's always surprising what, what unfolds, you know? Yeah, I've heard you say a thing like, um, I think when I read your book, it said, it said um, you get no flow and be spontaneous and then let yeah. the baker just take over. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what happens. Yeah, that's what happens. I never have a plan. I never, I, I'll maybe know that I'm going to make some kind of rhubarb tart, for example. Yeah. But I never set off and think, right, this is what it's going to look like in my head. I just start and then build from there. 
like an art, I guess like some sort of artist, you know what I mean? You start, you've, mm. you've got you've got to put a line on the paint, you know, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. the brush on the paint, on the canvas at some point, and you put the brush on, and then you just work from that from that line, and then you build from that line, and then yeah, from that line. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that is exactly that is exactly how I, how I work. But ultimately, it's very important that I know it's got to bake well. You know, because it's pointless making the, uh, um, spending hours on something that looks wonderful but isn't going to hold up in the oven. Yeah. You know, I, find, I find that quite frustrating. There's some things on Instagram you see and, and you, you, you just look at it and you think, oh, it's just not going to bake well, so what's the point? I always show my baked pictures on Instagram and it's a funny thing because, you know, they'll, they'll accumulate, what, maybe a fifth of the likes of the unbaked sometimes. Oh, really? Um, yeah, but I, I don't post for that reason. Do you know what I mean? I post yeah, because yeah. I want to show people what it looks like. Yeah. I, I remember that Terry, you know, used to always go on and say, it's not there to be hung on the wall, it's to be mm. eaten as well. Do you know what I mean? It's the same yeah, kind of I, thing. Like, so look, it, exactly. If it doesn't taste good and it doesn't, like, it will collapse a little bit or whatever, but it still holds, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but it's got to taste good and it's got to, it's got to be cooked properly, you exactly. know? I mean, pastry is, is for one, you know? Um, if it's not crisp and crumbly and, and uh, what's the point? If it's soggy and horrible, it's just a little, isn't it? <laughs> Definitely. And I see what I do like, you're always talking about, like, I got this recipe from here, or I tried this from here, or I did this from there. Do you know what I mean? Like, as if, like, I also feel like we're, you know, I've been following you for ages now, and uh, it's always, it feels like it's also a learning, you're teaching yourself along the way in some aspects. Do you know what I mean? That's certainly, I've definitely, um, definitely, definitely improved as I go along. I mean, I look back on some of my earlier posts and I think, you know, I can see the progression. Um, you know, I was, I went to college, I retrained at 30 after a, um, after I got sick of working in an office and, you know, you learnt the basics really there. And then I think I've learnt, certainly on the pastry side, learnt so much more just doing it at home. And, and yeah, so... How do, you yeah. Keep in, how do you keep in so good shape with all <laughs> that three, pastry? Three kids and the house to run, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, what you see as well is, you know, it's a lot for my supper club, so perhaps, you know, the, you know, the more dessert items that you see will be served at my supper club. So I, I taste everything, obviously, but, you know, the majority of that, um, item will go to my guests. When I was baking to kind of get over the grief and everything like that, and then I was carrying on with the Instagram, I was thinking, well, I'm making all these things. It really should be for a purpose, you know, because there's only so many people you can give pies and everything to without them getting fed up. So that was, anu- <laughs> that was another reason that the um, the supper club worked. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I, I was making things for a purpose, and obviously I was, you know, getting paid for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say like the next one here was like, hang on a minute, what's up with it? What's going on here? <laughs> oh, honestly, <laughs> I could actually see sizes. Um, gasp. Sometimes Jonah was like, Jonah was trying to cut out gluten at the time. 
him. <laughs> he was on like a total health kick because he, he was quite poorly at one point. And I was like, oh, and he's very much in the mindset of, well, I am not wasting food. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, well, you don't have to eat. And he was like, I will. <laughs> and he's forced his spice down himself. <laughs> he kept saying, you're going to have to stop baking all these pies, love. <laughs> <laughs> he's having to go for these big massive runs every week <laughs> you're killing me you're killing me that's totally. awesome that's awesome so yeah so the, so the Instagram Supper Club every, it just all tied in and it all it all worked it all worked well and, and, and what's another good thing about posting the dessert on Supper Club you know the people who are coming that night will look on to see what I've posted and, and it kind of gives them a bit of you know, they're excited to come and try it because they've seen it already. Did they, did they ask you questions about what, you, what you're doing? And it's got quite a bit of a following, like you say. It's almost like a little bit of celebrity status. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they do. Pe- people have been very, very supportive and, and encouraging and, and they love it. You know, I think I love food. I love cooking. And ultimately, I love feeding people. And, and my guests get that and they get drawn into the whole atmosphere of it. And, and they want to see me do well. And they love hearing about all the different stories and, you know, who I've met this week and, and that. And I don't get any negative negativity whatsoever, which is which is good because you have people getting that on on Instagram and yeah, people like that. What are the calls or something? Yeah, I've experienced absolutely zero. In fact, I'll tell you a funny story. Um, about a year ago, I think it was, and well, maybe a little bit longer, uh, maybe two years, when my Instagram page was pretty pretty new, but it was it was building up quite a following, and as I say, everyone was really lovely, and I got like this really awful message, <laughs> and did I was you? like, oh yeah, I did it was like your posts make me feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought, I thought, oh my God, that's awful. And then, like, I was sat and I looked up at Evan and I thought, and he was like, I said, I've just got this awful message. Well, it was his look on his face. He just gave me away. It was him. It was my son. It was like 15, 16 at the time. And he thought it was hilarious. Was he laughing? Oh, he was laughing. He thought it was hilarious. Oh, my God. Like, because he'd made up a new account, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, like in like probably like two in two seconds. Do you know what I mean? Like no, I was like, no. oh, thanks, thanks very much. Son. But, <laughs> but yeah, that is literally the only time I've had any negativity, which is really lovely. And and I that hope that's really nice. because because I give out lots of positivity. I think. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you give a lot of support and that as well to mm. people. And yeah, then- I try to. I try to kind of you know because there's, there's lots of people will message me um, perhaps with things they've baked from the book or they've maybe um, seen them at post on Instagram and gone and recreated it for themselves and whenever I can and you know if the moment's there and I've got the time I'll always like reshow it on my stories and yeah that's nice hopefully it brings you know a few followers their way you know yeah yeah how many like how many messages will you get about Julia a day on, on Instagram would you say um, it depends. Um, the ones where I'm open and emotional, especially about my mum, because there's been people been following me for a long time and, and they want to hear about my mum. Yeah, yeah, um, so the, the people respond to that and, you know, you know, sometimes you're getting 300 messages 
I, I get a lot on direct message as well, so they're yeah, the ones yeah. you don't see. Um, but yeah, I try. I always try and reply when it's a message about my mum. Yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah. you know you, you can see it hits the cause of people, and I always try and reply. There was a time where I literally replied to every single message, but I just can't. I, no, I, I feel no bad way. about it sometimes, but I just can't because I've got a home life too, and I literally would have a divorce. I think. Three hundred um, messages as well, and it must be difficult. Like, thanks, thanks very much. Oh, that's great. You know, it's quite hard to feel yeah. three hundred times and feel like genuine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you just rather, you know, I don't know, I don't do that, but I'm just saying, like, it's almost like you'd rather not than not be genuine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, well, that's true. Yeah, but I, I, I would rather um, answer the ones where I can properly rather. Exactly. Um, but three hundred yeah. a lot. Yeah, but I mean that's lot. not every day, and then you might get posts that you know. I'm just. What would you say on average? On average, how many would you say a day that you answer? Uh, to? I mean, yeah, I, I do answer a lot, and of course there's emails and everything else, and, <laughs> you know, it, it can be quite hard. I actually need some help sometimes. I think, Jesus, I can't keep up, because what, a lot of pages as well, there's somebody else behind them. Yeah, yeah, know? exactly. Well, you do the whole thing on your own, don't you? It's just me, yeah, it's just me on my own. It, it is incredible. Like you say, like people with that many followers, and I see it sometimes, and I look, because I see it, like look at the comments, and it'll be like, Literally, like, say, like, 250, I'm like, fuck, and I see, like, and I've looked at you, and I'm like, how she replies to all these people is beyond me. Like, you must be, mm. it's really, it's almost a job, it's, you know what I mean? It's, a, it's almost a full-time it, it, job. It is, it is pretty, pretty full-on, um, but as I say, there's sometimes you've just got to, you know, not, not reply, and it's yeah, not because yeah. you're doing it on purpose, but, you know, you've got to, there's other aspects of your life, and, and I'm yeah, sure yeah, people exactly. understand that. So anyway, you, you you documented it, and then from there you decided to write a book, right? Is that is this how it works? Well, no, that that wasn't a, a decision that I made. It was it was never. God, it I would have never ever thought it would have happened. But um, no, a, a commissioning editor was following my page. You know, this is the thing with Instagram. You actually don't know who's watching really or who's yeah, following. Yeah. Just a name comes up, and you know it could be anybody. Um, but yeah, it was when I. When I, my following turned to 10,000, she just got in touch with me and said, look, I've been following you for a while. I love the story behind your page. We love what you do. Would you be interested in having a meeting and, and taking it to a publisher's? So, so, who, so who was she, Julie? So what, what, she, what? She, was, she, turned, she was my editor. So, right, okay. Um, so she's an editor. She's out there looking for people like yourself or, you know, is I that her job? I don't know how it works normally, whether okay. she finds people normally or, or whatever. Um, but, yeah, that's how it happened for me anyway. And so she had been working for Jackie for um, a long time, over 10 years. And we went to meet Jackie and, and, and it went from there. Quite, quite extraordinary, really. Yeah, yeah. So what? So, so what is the process? What is the process of writing a book? You know, there's a lot of people that listen. And, a lot of people yeah, have yeah. asked me this, like, what, what could I do to get a, a book published? And it was kind of the reverse for me because they came to me. Yeah, so yeah. I'm finding out now the process because I'm, I'm in the process of doing a book proposal for a second book. Um, right, okay. So really, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of having to learn how to 
to, to do it that way. Um, but uh, what, basically, what you do, you've got you've got to have a, a strong idea. It's like an idea, like have, a theme. Do you mean like is that like an idea? Like theme? a theme. You know, mine had a bit of um, a, like a unique selling point. They're called, aren't they? Yeah. Um, where you know the soulful part, because I, how I wrote and how I opened up and how those feelings were portrayed in the things that I baked. Yeah. What I said about the book, I said I would love to do the book, but what's very important to me is that my mum's a very big part of it. And you've seen the book, so you know that she's in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not only a couple of her uh, recipes are in there, there's photographs of her, and it's dedicated to her, which is just, it made it all worthwhile, you know? Yeah, exactly, for sure, 100%. Yeah. A carrot cake, yeah. I think it's a carrot cake, isn't it? Is it your mum's carrot cake? Yeah, now? my mum's carrot cake, it's beautiful. I, I love carrot cake out there. Yeah, I love carrot cake. <laughs> me too. Me too. Actually, can you not remember, uh, um, you might have been off that day when we were, because we met, didn't we, when we were on a stage at the Fat Duck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was asked to make, to make a staff cake on the Sunday, and I thought, oh, oh man, I know, I know what cake I'm going to make. <laughs> <laughs> did, did it go down well? Yeah, it did. They were all asking me for the recipe, so oh, there was no yeah, no well. pressure there. Mind was there yeah. <laughs> cooking <laughs> cooking staff cake for a bunch of uh, a brigade of chefs at a three star restaurant. But yeah. you know, I think I think these things where you go, yeah, of course I will. I'll make that. It, it kind of shows you've got a bit about you. Yeah, were you on your? Did, did you know the recipe, or were you on the phone straight to the No, I, I can remember phoning my mum at the time because, of course, she didn't have any of this problem then. Although yeah, it started yeah, yeah. not long after, and I remember oh. phoning her up and saying, "Mum, I need your recipe. I'm going to make all these lot cake." And she's like, oh, "Bloody hell! So sorry, it's my recipe." Did she say that, did she? Uh, well, you know, she'd have been panicking, thinking, oh, but I knew it was a good cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, if it tasted good, you knew it was good. You'd been eating it all your life, I should imagine. Uh, yeah, and it, it did. It went down a storm, so... Yeah, so, so, what did they do? I've, I've seen a lot of the, um, a lot of the photos uh, uh, from your, your house, right? Did you do a lot of the book from your house, Julie, did you? Uh, yeah, all of it. So, oh, did you? Um, all of it, and honest to God, it was manic because I was gonna say, because when, when you look, oh man, and Jonah was away, of course. <laughs> uh, I swear to God, and then when I finished it, when I finished my first uh, session of photography, it was winter. It was December. You've been to my house, and um, the, the windows are really small because it's a cottage. The light was gone at quarter past three. Lisa only <laughs> uses her natural light. Natural light. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, I did it, and it's and it's a real sense of achievement because when you look in a lot of books. The majority of books, a really high percentage of books, um, people get food stylists, prop stylists, everything in, you know, assistants, and like literally I did that on my own. Uh, and although I nearly had a nervous breakdown because there was then nine days till Christmas, I oh hadn't got a present. Um, but now I look back and, and even people comment now and they'll go, so you didn't have anyone helping? I was like, no. So what did you So what did you do? Like, you know, how many dishes were you doing in a day? Or, you know, how many, or, well, like, luckily I'm very organised. I'm a very organised person and, and that did help. You know, I had spreadsheet on spreadsheet trying to work out what to cook when and what to shoot because a lot of my stuff is um, high visual impact unbaked. 
Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's essential that it looks well, as we've talked about before. So the publisher really wanted to capture that in the book, you know. So we want, they wanted pictures of unbaked and then pictures of baked as well. So while you're photographing one thing, the other thing's in the oven. And, you know, it took a lot of planning. Well, and the temperature, the temperature of being going up, and do you know what oh. I mean? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a juggle. It was, it was a challenge. Yeah, well, yeah, but you, you got it done, right? You got but, it done. But I did it, yeah, I did it, and, and, and it's, it's good. Was your house, it just, uh, you were, at the end of the day, you must have just been like, you've got to be kidding me, right? Like, just you shit it. everywhere. <laughs> it's just, it was absolute chaos. In my bedroom at one point, in my bedroom at one point, because the light was going so upstairs. Oh man! I literally, like, as soon as I left, I think I just collapsed. It's that whole thing of like um, the duck, isn't it, with the legs under the water? Do you know what I mean? Like, you pick up yeah. that book and you don't see any of that. It's really calm. No. It's really, it's a beautiful book. Don't it? Really is, Julie. It's fantastic. It's, Thank the pictures you. are fantastic and the stories are fantastic. And it's, you know, I'd be over the moon if I'd created that. There's no two ways about it. And then, you know, but really behind that, like behind the wall of the restaurant where the kitchen is, where it's a really yeah. peaceful dining room. It's just mm. loads of lunatic chicks running around it's a, a bit like yourself do you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> it's oh, a really God, peaceful yeah. book but just chaos to make it yeah at the time it was and of course it, you know it, it would be very different next time um, yeah, of course. Because I know what to, I know what to expect. I mean, the first day when the photographer, the designer, and the photographer's assistant arrived, we'd never met, you know. And uh, I had Michael Jackson blasting just to try and keep us going. And um, you know, by the end of it, we all totally got on. You know, we got on anyway. But I think, you know, I, I, I must have come across quite annoying to the photographer at first because she's thinking, look, she does this bloody Instagram page. She hasn't got a clue about, you know, composition and all the things that they've trained for so long to do. Yeah, yeah. And at first I didn't really have my voice because, you know, you maybe doubt yourself a little bit. But oh, I get it. End, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the end yeah. of the shoots, I was saying, look, do you know what? I don't like that there. I want this here and I want that there. And, um, you know, I think we, we, we both realised that I kind of, even though I'm, I wasn't an expert or very experienced at the time, I kind of knew what would look nice. Yeah, we, look, like you've obviously got an eye for it, haven't you? Like it's not mm-hmm. even just the eye for the for the cakes and uh, and, and, the, and the pastries and, and everything else you make, but you can tell by the way, like the spoons, the way you put the spoon, the way you put the mm-hmm. dried flowers, or you know the way that there's a teacup just on the side, or you know all that styling, isn't it? You know, that, yeah. there's no two yeah. ways about it. So you've obviously got an eye for that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's a learning thing, you know, as well. I, I learned a lot from uh, Lisa, you know, on, on how to, to play spoons and things like that. And yeah. Um, yeah, afterward, I mean, I was doing it before anyway, but the, the slightest little thing, you know, turning your spoon over or whatever. So, you know, you pick up little tips and things, and things yeah, as, as you go. So, it's any, every day in food is a learning day, isn't it? It's endless. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, what I'm finding about doing this podcast as well, Judy, is, like, there's so many angles and, and, and different styles and, you know, there's so much how deep this industry goes. It's not just about chefs, so it's not just, no. you know, there's, there's, there's people, you know, there's, there's milk farmers who are, you know, are milking cattle and making, mm-hmm. there's a company called Schultz Organic, this milk that's over here, um, 
It's in Victoria, and I swear to God, it's the best milk I've ever tasted. Seriously, it's just on a whole other level. It comes, you, they've just moved the glass bottles, like, um, I think it might be like a litre. It's like organic. They do the, it's just beautiful. You get like mm-hmm. half an inch of cream on the top. It's just oh, beautiful. It, honestly, it really is top. It's the best milk I've ever tasted, and that's for real. And, mm-hmm. um, and like they're they're champions. They're, that's food, you know. Like yeah, oh, it's milk, yeah, but they're yeah. they're part of that whole thing. It's not just chefs and and whatnot that are involved in it. There's people who are seriously passionate about it, like yourself, who have got who's got children and a husband and really wants to be involved in 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 the restaurants, but it just doesn't work out yeah, for you. Do you know what I mean? Not, yeah, it's not the end of the road. You know, I was. I was asked, um, when I was at college, I um, was part of um, a competition. Our team was put forward for a competition, a national one at the time. And I was actually part of the front of house team. Um, but that opened my eyes up to everything. And, and, you know, I wanted to take that route. I wanted to go and, and work in a, in a kitchen. And, that, you know, I didn't re- really realise that I could carry on the career in any other way. But... I fell pregnant not not long after I finished my training, and my mum became ill. So it was that put, that was put on the sideline. But I'll never forget somebody. I won't mention names, but when I told them that I was pregnant, and they were so disappointed. Look, and and somebody said, "Well, what what was the point in doing all that training? You know." Yeah, well, that's ridiculous, isn't it? And and I said, "Well, you know, it's not the end of the road. Just because you've got children doesn't mean you, your food career has to stop." And, and, you know, luckily, the way it's progressed for me just, just really shows that, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's a you tough can take business so many different, different routes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah exactly. Yeah. It, it, look, I think it's tough for, for women. There's no two ways about it. Like, even, like, Beck in the restaurant, like, for her, you know, she was just starting to get onto the, the, the wine team and, and mm. these kind of things. And then all of a sudden, you get pregnant, and it's hard to be away from the children. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. It, it, so, you've got to, so you've got to create other angles. Now Beck's doing this with City Ladder. With, you know, we'll do it together. So, she, again, still involved in food, but you just can't be... It's really difficult to be in the restaurant. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Oh, it's it, it, it would have been impossible. It would have been impossible for me. But, yeah, to bring the restaurant to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's always an idea for, for anyone that's looking for an answer. Yeah, know? for sure. What, um, what tips would you give people to get a, a better a better um, personal brand on 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 Instagram? What would you, you know, is it is it the hashtags or whatever? Because obviously you build up a great one. Well, I get asked how my following's grown, and it, you know, um, it's just—I don't really like this word, but it was completely organic. It's happened naturally. I mean, the thing that's helped boost it, obviously, the backing of Jamie Oliver. I mean, my my Instagram's grown, you know, just under thirty thousand since I met him. Oh, seriously? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's the nice. power of. You know, I mean, you know, that that's not all because my, my every time I post, I gain, you know, um, yeah. also my, some of my stuff gets regrammed quite often. What's nice at the moment, I'm starting to get picked up by real chefy pages, which I haven't been up until now. And that's nice, you know, because yeah, you know, yeah, I love it all. Yeah, I love yeah. I loved all that Michelin stuff. You know, that was my dream. I wanted to go and work somewhere like that. So I love that. And, and I love when you get recognised off fellow chefs as well yeah, as yeah. everybody else because, you know, that's, that's, that's the kind of thing I like. Regrams, um, yeah, regrams help. So I think what, what ultimately is just 
completely be yourself. Don't yeah. post. Don't post just for follows and for likes. You know, be be authentic and be yourself, and 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 it'll come. And at the end of the day, you know, you want people to follow and interact with you that like what you do. You know, don't try and please the crowd. You know, this is why yeah, I always yeah. post my my post bake pictures. You know, it doesn't doesn't bother me that they're not going to get liked as much or gather any followings, but I post because it's important for me to for people to see everything. Yeah. Definitely. And what, you did some demos. I said, well, you, we were talking, weren't we, a few months ago, and you did some demos down in London. What, what was it like doing them? That would, honestly, that kind of thing freaks me out. Like well, you were the- do you know what? I, I was, I was a bit nervous about it because I hadn't done it before. But then yeah. I think, well, do you know, when I'm doing something I love to do, you know, you get lost in it anyway. You know what it's like. Preparation is key, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, starting off um, with everything already prepared, and you know, as I said before, I'm organised. So I knew what I was going to do, and I kind of knew what timings to follow. And then you just forget about that once you start and just get into it. And and I can interact well with people. You know, yeah. I think so. If I, if if I looked up and somebody was looking really bored, um, I would kind of you know change track or something and make it. Yeah, react to the crowd. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And have you so got any more? Have you got any more booked in? Um, well, I'm meant to be doing some in London in July, but I'm finding it really difficult. Um, really difficult to to get hold of them at the moment. But it's meant to be. I'm meant to be doing a supper club in in London, and then following on the next day with a workshop. Well, that's yeah, what I, was that, going to, I was going to ask you that actually. Would is that something you would be keen of? If there's people that that listen, that, you know, who've got a restaurant or whatever, would you be keen to do like a Sunday night dinner, for, you know, hosted by you? You know, obviously it has to be the right brand and, the, and whatever else. But is that something that you know would you do a pop up or you know something along um, those lines? Well, this this kind of idea, this one in London's a bit like that, um, you know, and it's obviously going to be feeding a lot more people than what I'm used to at home. <laughs> so that'll yeah. be fun. But, you know, I like a challenge, so it'll be good. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And I'm also I'm meeting up with, um, it's like a kitchen um, workshop place, actually, over over in the Newcastle area, and we're going to maybe start doing some workshops there. Oh, that's nice. Um, in Heaton. Oh, yeah, not Heaton, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm meeting her uh, next week about that, actually, so that'd be good. If I did, you know, one a month or something like that, if, if there's the call for it, so... Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, just getting out there. What well, I've got, I've got to ask you as well. You know, you, you were there must have been a time there when when you were really tinkering on the edge. Do you know, you know, like with the children, with your mum being ill, your husband. Yeah. You know, it must have been super stressful. What would you, yeah. what would you, what would you say to people who are like chasing their dreams, who do feel like they're swamped? by, you know, whatever it might be, some life pressures or whatever, and they just think mm. they just can't get there. Because there is people out there that really, are, you know, they really want to achieve, what you know, whatever it might be, but they just feel like everything's just ploughing down on them. Don't give up, I guess. Don't quit us, that poem that um, I put on my Instagram story. I love it. Such a good one. It is. My brother said that to me when, you know, things were tough and the words just really, um, they get to you, and, and it's so true. You just don't know how close you are to it being a better day or, you know. But, yeah, Definitely. it's very, 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 very stressful at one point, you know, very stressful. 
I remember when we come out. I think it was just before we flew out here. Actually, we were at yours, and you were telling me the telling the story. You know, your your mum's asking you a question like three or four or five times. You've got two kids, one dragging on your ankles. You're trying to do this. You know, husband's away. I was I was getting fucking stressed out myself just thinking about it. I'm thinking that it just sounds fucking horrendous. Yeah. Seriously. It, it was pretty hard, actually, and to the point where you don't realise how how stressful it was until it was over, you know? Yeah. Um, I think I think that's the only... You know, it, it's small goals and it's small steps, I reckon. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Nowhere near to that extent, but we went through... I went through some rough times to, you know, sleeping in the van and, and, and all mm. these... You know, it was pretty brutal at the beginning. And, you know, it's just small things, and it? It's just... If you try and look how deep you're in it, It'll just yeah. think you. I think you've just got to go. Okay, right. Well, tomorrow I'm going to yeah, do this. Uh, yeah, tomorrow I'm going to do you know, that. Each day, each day is, is a new day, isn't it? You know, yeah. each day brings new things, and and it's funny because like you can be at a low point, and you can maybe think, oh, you know, what am I doing? You need to sort yourself out or whatever, and then something can just come along out the blue and just lift you. Little things. So. I think that this is ridiculous, but this, I think that I don't know if you've ever been. If you, if you go fishing, maybe you haven't been fishing, but you're always scared <laughs> to, to like. I used to always be scared to reel me, reel me bait in or reel me line in because oh, but if I reel it in now, like a second later, I might get a bite. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've always yeah. been like that. Like oh, yeah. I, be, I better not give up now because mm. tomorrow. Such and such might happen. I better not give up. It's probably a bit just fucking stupidity. Do you know what I mean? I'm just a bit stupid. I just keep taking that next step. That next no, step. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's, it's a good thing. It, it tends to be the ones that succeed in where they want to go is the ones that, that don't give up, even when, you know, everything maybe around you is telling you to. You know, just, <laughs> just keep yeah. going. I think if you're passionate about what you do anyways and you love what you do, it shows and it shines. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. And, and another phrase I always like to use is birds of a feather flock together. And yeah, I think yeah. that, you know, people just, you know, you always seem to group together and help each other out and, and maybe you recognise each other's struggles sometimes, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, for sure, 100%. And, you know, yeah. everyone, it's getting a bit deep, but, like, everyone's got problems, do you know what I mean? Everyone's oh, got fucking, everyone's got so many friends, yeah. so many problems. Yeah. Like it might be a brother, it might be a brother-in-law, it might be the uncle, yeah. it might be the granddad, it might be the ma You know, there's just everyone. Everyone's got yeah. their own. They're going through their own little thing. You know what I mean? For sure. Uh -huh. You know, with the with the book going back and jumping around mm -hmm. here all over the shop. It's all right. but, yeah. What did you? Did you, um, for all the recipes, you know, to sit down and just start hammering these recipes out, uh -huh. like, it must have took absolutely ages. But were you documenting them, documenting well, them on, on the way? No, not, not particularly. And you think I would have learnt my lesson by now, but I haven't. So for oh. the second book, I'm having to look back. Luckily, I've got my photographs, and I, it reminds me of what I did. Yeah, because okay. I just, I'll, I'll just, I don't really work off set recipes. So, like, Maybe you I'll should. Think, well, I know I need to start writing things <laughs> down, just write I, know, down, I know exactly, I know exactly how, you know, you, you can remember. I make my pastry, I know how I do that, I know how I do this, and I just bring everything together. Because but, the, um, at the end of the day, the last thing you want to do, I'm pretty sure, is someone buy your book, follow your recipe to the T, and it not work out. It's, you know, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? There's so many people, you know, you, you want people to be like, oh, I did this recipe and look, it worked, and you, you're getting that from your... 
Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, openly honest, I've had um, I've had somebody message me the other day with a picture of something that had gone wrong, and um, and and that disappoints me. Do you know what I mean? I felt yeah, disappointed yeah. for them, especially when they'd put a lot of time into it. But you know, I'll maybe give advice and say rather than say, oh well, it's not my recipe because my recipe works. I know it does. Yeah, I would never yeah, say yeah. that. I'll just say, oh, you know, I'm so disappointed for you. Can you tell me what happened? And I and I will give feedback on it. And I think you know with this particular one what I could see was there was maybe elements in the recipe that the, that the Dover looked and, and resting and, and being back in the fridges and a part that you can't actually cut out especially with pastry you put soft warm pastry into a hot oven it's just going to go bleh isn't yeah, it? Course, course, um, course. Before it's had the chance to, to crisp up or whatever so you know I, I will give that back as well but it is disappointing if that happens to people but it happens and, and at the same time we're all different um, when we cook as well. We use different equipment. We use ovens, different, de- ovens, ovens and whatnot. You know, your your tin might be made of aluminium, where mine might be made of something else. Yeah, you, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, of course. And all of these things make a contributing factor. But ultimately, yeah, all all recipes in my book were tested numerous times. And um, yeah. Well, take this out. Listen, this right. I did a. Pr- I do a few private dinners. I hate doing them, to be totally honest with you. And I used to do them because I needed the cash. But mm. the, uh, this lady asked me to do one a few weeks ago, and I said, oh, look, I've done her, her mate's 60th, and it was his birth two years later, his 62nd, and he said, oh, can you, he really loved it. Can you? I said, right, okay, right, I'll do it, no problem. So I go there. She's got a new oven. It must be brand new. I mean, like, this thing was mm. a really nice big house in Turak. Turak's like a really nice area around here. Beautiful house. The setting, yeah. looking at it, it was just gorgeous, really, you know what I mean, they're getting a private yeah, chef yeah. in, it's that kind yeah. of thing. So I get the oven in, I get, sorry, I get the oven on, you know, as you do, preheat the oven, get the oven on, and then um, we're just, just sending the entree, what was the entree, oh, I did a tuna tartare, just sending, just sending the entree, just start putting loading the oven up, and I'm just, like, finish putting the dressing on the tuna here, I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I like, just didn't think of anything. Didn't think anything of it. I thought, I wonder what, I didn't have a clue what it was. I go up, load the oven. As I put it down, the fucking whole glass in the oven <gasps> was just shattered. Just oh, shattered. No. And there's just glass everywhere. <laughs> then when I try and close the oven, all the glass slides down, and I can't <laughs> shut the oven door because it's all full of glass. Do you know what I mean? Because it's on the hinge. The entrees have just gone. And I'm like, oh, my fucking good God, what am I, like, I going to do? There's glass everywhere, there's food. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And, the, man, it was fucking stressful. Everything's red off, obviously, because, you know, it's been preheated. So I'm trying to pull the, pull the racks out, sweep the glass up. The fucking door's hot, like 200 degrees or whatever. So I was roasting potatoes. I was going to roast potatoes in there and that. So I'm trying to sweep this glass up, move the... Oh, it was just a total fucking disaster. So I ended up... Just, I ended up just getting a big pan, putting some oil in, and then just did the veg and, and the potatoes in the pan on the top. And then I just ripped it all out and just used a grill to have steak. I'd, I'd barbecued the steak <laughs> earlier when I got there. And I just grilled the steak. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, man. I swear to God. It's funny, it? mate, honestly. And it's I was like, funny, it actually reminds me of my first... When I first started off, um, 
this was when I'd just had Oscar, so it was kind of, you know, not not when I was really looking after my own and all that. And I decided that I would go to different people's houses to do dinner parties, and I did this this one, and <laughs> Isha came up to help me, actually. Um, yeah. And that was hilarious. It was just like, you know, when you feel like a complete cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like a learning curve. I didn't, I'll tell you what we did at the end. I'd had a fantastic night and all that, but I was kicking myself because I knew I could have done better. But, you know, your first one and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then just as we were leaving, we're waving goodbye and everything, and there was some, uh, the, the boot wouldn't close, so Isha goes to open, <laughs> open the boot. <laughs> and uh, the, the, we took a deep fat fryer with us. Because, uh, <laughs> because uh, we were doing, I can't remember what it was for. It was obviously some garnish or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, the whole fat fryer just fell out onto the drive. <laughs> just <left them> out. <laughs> A massive oil patch, you know, and I'm like, oh my god. And they're like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. I was like, well, it's not fine because it's going to stay in your driveway. And they're like, oh, it's fine, we'll just like turn the bricks over or something. And I was like, oh. Something oh, like that. Oh man! But you know, this is it, it happens to everybody when they're starting out. I think it all. Yeah, little glitches and oh it is but at oh, the time I was funny. devastated I couldn't yeah, get yeah. back to the house to her and going right come on then we'll have something to eat and we'll have a drink and that and the butter was still in the car so I realised that I would, I had, we had dry crumpets <laughs> a dry oh. crumpet each and I said oh there's some Baileys in the cupboard we'll have a Baileys and then didn't have any ice oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Nice celebratory uh, snack after such a disastrous Dry meal. crumpet in a warm bed. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, exactly. Funny stories. But you at the time, like you say, you know, you can look back even now, you know, of all them things and think, how did I get through that? And it's the mm-hmm. same, you know, them, them situations, you just think, fucking hell, how did, what was I thinking? Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's crazy. Anyway, listen, I'm gonna I wanna I've got a few more little things I wanna ask you. What tips would you give to people? You know, what are your, what are your top tips? What if you're using tips? a raisin, yeah, if you're using a raisin agent, you know, to add it to your flour, um, sieve it into your flour and then re-sieve it all. Yeah, sieve it twice and then it just incorporates fully into your. Oh, even even the mix it. Yeah, exactly, which will give a, a more even rise. Um, and and for pastry work, just I mean, I'm I'm. My hands are perfect for pastry. You've all heard about if you've got cold hands, it uh, warm heart, it helps. It? Yeah, but it's really good for pastry. And <laughs> more the point. If you haven't got um, if you haven't got cold hands, or um, put everything in the fridge, even your flour, your flour, your bowl, um, you know, and it'll, it'll give you a head start on on keeping everything cold. cold. Even your tin, you know, your baking tin, put that in the fridge as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Being organised and stuff with everything. I've, I've all your ingredients there. That's always a big help, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I always, as well, uh, silly one, is I have to read the recipe. You know, being dyslexic, I have mm. to read the recipe like fucking 15 times. But I honestly yeah. think that's also beneficial. You know, some people yeah. just scan, read it and go, yeah, yeah, okay. And then, like, and then they'll just start. Where I feel like you've got to read the recipe. Even if, even a recipe that I've done a few times, I'll read again and again. Just to run over it, you might miss this or you might miss that. So my, my biggest tip is 
not that I'm any expert in baking cakes, but in recipes, when there's a recipe involved, read it a couple of times. That's yeah. what I would say. No, you're absolutely right, because uh, a lot of people can go into automatic, can't they? Especially if um, they're experienced. It. What, what I've found is when I've done like my workshops or demos, is um, you might get... Um, Perhaps an older lady who, you know, who bakes, has baked since she was little. And I yeah. might be doing something different. And you can see the kind of glance as if to say, well, I don't do that. And um, but what I'll do is I'll explain why I'm doing it and why it's beneficial. And then afterwards, when they taste it and, you know, it's got it's got nice texture and everything like that. And they'll go, oh, right, I can see, I can see the difference. And yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't go into that automatic. Um, Autopilot. Yeah, autopilot, yeah, perhaps yeah. reading. And, and if there is tips there, it's usually because, you know, we've worked it out and it, and it is for a reason. Again, that's the same as in the kitchen when you're giving a, a young guy a recipe, you say, you know, just be careful, don't leave it. Even if it might be like, oh, don't use that pan. It might even be that, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, that pan, it always catches on that pan or whatever it might yeah. be. Just little tips like that. that, that, that yeah. you know. The reason you know is because you've made the mistake. Exactly. Nine times out of ten. And you're exactly. just like... Don't do this because I've done it like five times. I've worked out that actually if you yeah. add a little bit of this or you do this, that doesn't happen. I'm saving yeah. you time. I'm not trying to be a cockhead. I'm just saving you time. Do you know yeah, I mean? well, that's it. I, I had when, when just before the book came out, there was a few uh, recipe extracts went to different places, um, magazines, online uh, things and that. And, and I, had a, I had a woman message me to say, oh, I've just got your, your cheesecake recipe and... Um, um, I didn't have I didn't have enough eggs, so what I've done is I've just uh, you know and I thought oh well that's <laughs> it's not going to work you know what I, I mean just, and, I just oh, used a bit, I just used a bit of milk so and I, uh, <laughs> I stuck some lemon juice in there and I thought oh right okay and then of course she she messaged back with a picture going well it doesn't look like yours <laughs> and I said well you know unfortunately you know you you have altered the recipe and, and I've tweaked that recipe to make it work you know. So, Do you try and simplify them? Do you try and make them just, you know... I'm definitely not one of these that will add something just for the sake of adding it. Um, yeah. all, all the recipes in my book are pretty, you know, straightforward. You know, there's no added extra spices or, or fancy things just for the sake of them being there. I mean, like for me, a vanilla panna cotta, why would you start adding different flavourings to something as beautiful as that? You know, what, what the important side of that was, getting getting it so it was just just holding and then it would melt beautifully you know it's not not yeah that's the goal with the panna is it that is the it's all about the wobble isn't it with the panna it's all about the wobble and the mouth feel but yeah, yeah, yeah i mean you know it's nice when you get you know different things but yeah i'm more about what, getting something you, sorry to interrupt you you know that the, you do a chocolate and caramel is it chocolate and caramel tart it's that's got one like, of the favourites at Supper Club. Honestly, I've got to make Jesus that this Friday. That <laughs> it's gorgeous. And I worked hard. Did you make? Have you made it? No, 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 no. Fucking joke, mate. No. I'll that off in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I'm, uh, my guest on Friday, excuse me. <clears throat> they, they've asked for that because they've had it before. But what I did with that, I made that one so many times because I wanted it to be really soft. Um, yeah, yeah. So it, it was getting the, the balance of ingredients right, so it was soft set because I can't bear a hard chocolate tart. It's so disappointing. Top, you know, like the... No, not the garnish, like the you know you know yeah the, the pattern the, on the top the pattern on the top yeah what's the good so that was a, that was a bit of a funny story actually as well because 
um, because I decorate and finish on impulse, like we were talking about earlier, yeah. it was the same. It was actually the same for the items in my book, by a couple of things that I really wanted to recreate and put in there. And so the chocolate tart, the, the book designer thought it was going to look completely different to that, going by a previous um, Instagram post. Oh, yeah. She came out with a picture and went, all oh, right, so it's going to look like that. And I was like, oh, well, no, I'm sorry, it doesn't. And she's like, well, why not? And I'm like, well... Because I just do things on impulse, and what had happened the night before, getting it ready before it was shot, I walked past my um, dressing table, and there was like a doily on it, and I was like, right, excellent, just grabbed the doily, and oh. so it was like an impulsive thing. So that's awesome. It worked well. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, a cloth doily or a paper doily? Yeah, yeah, cloth, cloth doily. Cloth doily, yeah. That's... Mm. And, and, and then just dusted it over that, did you? Just dusted it over with the uh, cocoa, and it kind of gave it... You remember that old-fashioned wallpaper? Oh, honestly. You know, with, like, I, the velvet. I used to pick yeah. me mums. You used to have, like, you know, she'd stop picking that fucking paper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every picture, you know, the bumpy paper. <laughs> I think <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the um, and then there's that. Uh, well, it's, I'm just looking through it actually. The chocolate cheesecake it looks just unbelievable. Everything looks unbelievable yeah, to be that's, fair. That's nice. That is a nice recipe. That one, and then it's got a little bit of salt in the in the base, and that just really um, really helps lift everything. The, with the chocolate. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. not not much, but and the hazelnuts in the bottom, which you can, of course you can leave out, but it gives that crunch and just the salt in it. I don't know, it's really really nice. I, yeah, I love everything yeah. that's in there, you know. Um, but also, I didn't want it just to be full of things that was quite time consuming, and you know. So there's there's a mix, there's some there's some yeah. simple, the quicker things in there too. I love yeah, you've got the biscuits and things as well, haven't you? But I just just really quickly the the deep filled apple pie looks off the chart. That looks it's like I love the the way that it, it looks rustic but refined as well. Like do you know what I mean? Like it mm. it, it looks country tape, you know, a farmhouse but like yeah. but still really clean lines. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I didn't know how that was going to look either. I just knew when I was making it the night before it got shot because they wanted that um, photographed and baked and baked. So yeah. I just kind of, when the kids were in bed and then the, you know, it was still, I worked so late into the night with a few things ready for the next day. But I just thought right to myself, I want to make the apple pie of my life here because it's going to go in my book. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, that's yeah. what happened. And I, I was really chuffed with how it looked. A couple more things. There's always a tendency, especially with that apple pie, to like overdo it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like so less is more. But I think mm. honestly that it look it just it looks like it looks like an autumn for me, like a like an autumn forest bed. Do you know what I mean? Like the leaves no. and, and do you know what I mean? The twigs and that on the floor. And, Again, there's a nice there's a nice story behind that because we were um, we had it out in my in my living room because that's where the light was good at the time. Um, like we hired in like um, backdrops. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So so it's it's on top of my coffee table. Yeah. In my front room, but starting to put like the little flowers and everything around it, and um, starting to faff on a bit like I tend to do. And the phone rang, so I had to go and answer the phone. And when I came back, and I said, "Well, actually, I like it how it looks," you know. Yeah, okay. So it, you stepped it, away and then come back. Yeah, and then we didn't touch anything. So it was in my eyes, I was going to keep going on that picture. But then when I came back, I thought, "Oh, that's really nice." So. Yeah, it is nice. I really like it. And then another one, the is it the muddled muddle cake, is it? The, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. That's a nice story. The swirled one with Miles, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, what, yeah. What's it tr- traditionally called a... What's it's it like a marble cake. A marble I've cake. Heard, I've heard it's called zebra cake as well, I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's just our version. But, yeah, Miles, you still um, can't say words properly, but it's quite funny and cute. Yeah, <laughs> nice yeah, little, sure. Nice little lasting reminder of all these things, because I look through that book and <laughs> every page has got a memory, I guess. Yeah, yeah, of course. Under the, like, no, no matter what, you've got this forever, do you, do you know what I mean, at the end of yeah. the day? Yeah. And you'll look back at it uh, in, in however many years' time, and it'll be a real, it's a significant part of your life with your mum and, and, and your kids growing, getting old, Definitely. you know, being born. Yeah. And, and that's a real, you've got a real memory of that, especially with the photos. You've got the photos of the kids oh, and your mum yeah. in the book, uh, mm. of your mum and the kids, haven't you? Anyway, listen. I want to finish off because I've kept the kids too long. Um, I always finish off with some 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 quick fire, but I always say quick fire, but I've got to read them, so it's never okay. quick. But um, so here we go: Victoria Sponge or Steam Pudding? Oh, Victoria Sponge only because it means so much to me with my mum. Okay. Um, strawberry jam or marmalade? Strawberry jam. On your scone, jam and cream or cream and jam? Um, a bit of uh, cream and jam, but butter as well. <laughs> <laughs> Get it on there, for sure. Get it on. And on your pancakes, sugar and lemon or golden syrup? Oh, God. Oh, that's a tricky one. I think probably now I would go sugar lemon, but so many happy childhood memories of golden syrup. Yeah. And, I was, do you know what my mum used to put on? And I, oh, I taste it. Even now, if I do taste a bit, it just transports me in a second. You know, food nostalgia is so strong. Yeah, of course. Um, Nestle, what is it, um, condensed milk. She used to put that on our pancake. Oh, God. We used to have it on toast with butter. (laughs) (laughs) You know, after it's been boiled, you know about when it's been boiled? No, no, just out the tin. You know when it's the really thick stuff that your spoon would stand up in it? Not carnation milk. Oh, you, know, milk. you know the one where you the condensed milk when you boil it in the water? Have you seen that? Yeah, it turns, it turns to caramel. turns to caramel. Is that the one you mean? That's the one I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we were in, when we were in Sydney, this is a true story, one of the girls was making that condensed, condensed milk. It's called, oh, fuck it, she's from South America. Social Leche. Yeah, like exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. So she's making that in the kitchen, and you know it must be a big thing in South America. And we just hear mm. boom like that, a massive bang, <gasps> and the, oh, and the, the thing blew out of the thing and covered her in fucking <gasps> boiling hot thing all over her face, man. Seriously, you guys, do that? I mean, it all burnt all her chin, and oh, she was lucky. Man. She was really lucky, yeah. So. Another tip, if you're doing that, put a fucking lid on the thing, man, for sure. I don't think, I don't think I'll make that, but I've, I have had something explode in my face before. Um, for, for that first dinner I was telling you about with the oil spill, <laughs> I, was, I was making, I was running out of time, man. It was like the time pressure was ridiculous, and I'd been over-ambitious, you know, because it was my first, I wanted to impress. Yeah, course, and, course, you know, course. you don't realise until later on that less is more. Yeah, um, anyway, I was making this celeriac puree and uh, I didn't have the time or the patience to let it cool down enough. Oh, and, I know what's um, going on here. Oh, oh and you're blending it? Yeah, blended it. Boom. Yeah, it Honestly, comes the off. thing hit the ceiling. I've got a big hole in my floor that had just been done. <laughs> oh. My face, I've got no idea. I've seen but, yeah. it. Anyway, last one. Yeah. Tea or coffee? 
Oh, now I would have always said tea, but, you know, coffee now. I only started drinking coffee when I started writing the book. And you picked yourself up off the floor. Honestly, I I, I didn't know that about you that well. It was always tea. I thought, I'm going to ask you this, but there's no... Cup tea, pet. Yeah, I know, exactly. but I, 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 I remember coming back after drinking coffee. I remember yeah. coming back after staff dinner at the fact that the, the girl would be straight there, get the tea on. Do you remember? I know. A cup of tea, now, the, um, Robbie Garlic uh, called me cup of tea. He still does if he ever messages <laughs> us. <laughs> but now, but now it's coffee. Yeah, coffee all because these, all um, these fuckers I've got in London are rubbing up on you, man. These London uh, fuckers. Do you reckon? Really? <laughs> I think it's just what keeps us going, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, Julie, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. And obviously, you don't need me to tell you, but keep doing what you're doing. It's awesome. I love. Thank you. What, I love following you. The book's awesome. And you can get the book anywhere, right? You can get it in Australia, you can get it in Canada, you can get it in you England. You can get it in America, but also it's um, it was translated to German as well, so it's available. Okay, in now German. the Germans, the and Germans also, get it. There's um, there's a few there's a few translations perhaps in the pipeline, so we just we just wait to nice. see about that. But, but um, Australia, yeah. England, UK, Canada, Germany, and Amazon yeah. is Amazon the best place to get it? Um, well, for for. Uh, Worldwide, I would suggest. I don't know. It is in stores in Australia and America. Yeah, I've, yeah. I took, you, I took your pictures, didn't I? I took yeah, your pictures yeah. of it. Um, so yeah, and, if it, and on Instagram, what's your what's your Instagram for people to follow you? Instagram is Julie underscore Jones UK. Beautiful. All right, Julie. I'm going to go. Thank you very much again, and I'll and I'll be speaking to you real really soon. Okay. You're welcome. No, it's been good to chat. I really hope everyone enjoyed the show. If you did, it'd be awesome if you could rate and review on your podcast app to help us get new listeners. Until next time, this is Cooking the Books.